Hey everybody, it's Robert from the So So Scrutiny Podcast, and I got my co-host over there, Corey Stocks Shipping Docs. Nice. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, that was a fresh one. And today we are doing a mini so nice. Um, yeah, a little mini-sode. Uh, I'm going to be reviewing uh, one of the new movies, Invisible Man. Uh, came out right when the quarantine was all coming about and went to uh, VOD straight away. And uh, Corey, you're going to be re- reviewing what? Uh, the Strokes' new record, The New Abnormal. Cool. They haven't been around. They've been uh, they've been around for a while, but haven't put an album out in a while, have they? Nope. And, well, I think it's been like three years. No, and they, yeah, they are four maybe. But they've um, yeah, they they just released this one during this quarantine. And well, there you go. Got to give it to and musicians. You have, you have some kind of a bad taste in your mouth from seeing them last time live, right? Didn't you? Do, you didn't yeah. really like the singer. Um. Yeah. I I think he was a little like jaded. Um, probably like a little over it, you know what I mean? But uh, I have a lot that kind of goes along with that with this record, which we'll we'll get into in a second. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, other than that, how you doing? Still on spring break? Yep. Got yep. a couple more days and then back to work. Back to work. Guys, going back to work, but we'll be working online. Nice. I haven't been doing much today. I made a trip to Home Depot. That was a quest. It's interesting driving around and seeing and nobody being out. That and the people that are out, and like how certain people act and how other people act, and it's very interesting. Kind of like a social experiment. Very much so. Curious how this is all going to turn out. So we'll see. But trying to keep our minds off it with music and movies and TV and podcasts, and that's why you're yeah. listening. Um, so we'll dive right into it. Um, again, yeah. So I, I watched The Invisible Man. Uh, what day did it come out? Uh, IMDb, here we go. Uh, it came out on, in February, uh, the last day of 28th. So, yeah, yeah it was supposed to have this nice run in March. And, you know, halfway through it, it was like, eh, let's not do this. Let's just make it VOD. Yeah. And before we, you kind of dive into it, is yeah. this, because I know Universal announced that they were going to restart the like monster franchise. Yeah. Is this like part of that? you know meta universe thank you for mentioning that um yeah so a little background i was i was looking at some trivia so they were going to do like a reboot of all the monster movies because they yeah. own them universal so it's just basically free property for them to use um and they were kind of i, I think the word was they were kind of trying to make it like a marvel situation yeah where somewhere at the end all of these monsters somehow like got together and i don't know how that was ever going to be figured <laughs> out and yeah and they were going to come out right out of the gate with the uh, the new Mummy movie with Tom Cruise. Oh, boy. And, you know, when, when that first trailer came out, I was like, dude, I'm down. I, I still yeah. haven't seen it, but I love Tom Cruise. I feel like he doesn't make a bad movie very often. I feel like his batting average is pretty high compared to, yeah. like, other um, actors because he really takes passion to what he makes he really like wants he puts his hands in everything he makes definitely he doesn't just show up for a paycheck he makes it like a passion project great so actor I might to, yeah I might to, we might have to do a uh, retroactive review of that and see how what all the hubbub is about but anyways yeah so that was actually a flop it came out and no one really liked it and didn't make a lot of money and was just yeah a flop 
Yeah. And kind of put a whole, like they had all these other movies like in, like ready to go <clears throat> like this, The Invisible Man. They actually had Johnny Depp lined up with those other director and screenwriter to be involved with this universe. But because The Mummy was a flop, they took like all that money out because that was going to be a, a lot of money to make that movie and made yeah. and sent it to, uh, I believe, Bloomhouse, which is like this uh, horror production company. Oh, yeah, really Bloomhouse. Has a really good streak of some, some pretty um, <clears throat> good movies. And um, they cast, uh, or, or they got the director, Leigh Wanhel, 1L, 1L. And some people might recognize him from the original Saw. He's the other oh, guy so in the good. room. Um uh, next to uh carrie ells i think it was yeah and so uh, yeah he so he uh wrote directed uh screenplay um and he also he did a movie that i've heard really good things about i believe it's called upgrade yeah upgrade i really oh, want to watch that movie yeah and he's also done the insidious movies which have a pretty, pretty good, good yeah um so he has but, a track record yeah but i mean coming from that saw franchise like that first one that's twisted and sadistic so i could hope well, i don't think he did anything like that but i mean like i think he was just like an actor in it i don't to think be he... in something like that and you you gotta like at least be into that style you know what i mean to actually oh, for act sure in it. yeah 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 so i'm wondering if oh no I, i'm, I'm sorry i take that back he wrote saw i am so curious he then to hear I don't, how I don't think it, he oh i'm sorry wait yeah he did this he did a short and then I don't think he, I don't think he directed it. No, no. This guy named John James Wan directed saw, but yeah. Oh yeah. I know. He, yeah. I know. James he, this guy has a dark, <laughs> dark writing past for sure. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious to hear how that translates into like the invisible man, which could not be very dark. You know what I mean? Well, uh, I won't try. I, um, usually I haven't seen it. Yeah. So. A lot of these movies <clears throat> we try to do spoiler, uh, we'll spoil the shit out of it. But this one I, I will, I'll do spoiler free just cause it's newer and there's some twists in here. But, um, I think, uh, Corey with your background and liking weird horror movies, you'd like this. It's not, it's not crazy, like midsummer yeah. <laughs> crazy, but it's, yeah. um, I liked a lot of the scenes. I, I really appreciated it that, um, it's tense without anything happening. Like you'll be sitting in a room with her and like just a situation where, and you like know the invisible man's there and she can, she knows he's there and, and then nothing happens. And it just yeah. goes on to the next scene or something like for an example, I, I, you know, and it's just, it's good directing. It like makes you go, what the fuck, what the fuck? Oh, you fucker. When is it coming? You know, one is, yeah. and, and there wasn't a really lot of jump scares or if any, like that's what I was expecting. That's why I don't like about horror movies. It's just that cheesy, cheap, you know, loud noise. Cat. It's always the cat, you know, it's always a cat jumping on the fence and there really wasn't a lot of that. There was a dog, but it's like it, it, was all jump scare that the the new and there, it and there's a market for that you know the, yeah. the teenage summer flick you know that's that's who that's for sure for. I, yeah. I want a little bit more creativity and some writing and they brought it i mean i i thought this was a um kind of a new twist on the invisible man you the, the ones kind of previous with like hollow man with kevin bacon for example yeah. it's more about the man you follow him and what he has to do about being invisible and this is more about her uh his uh wife and what she has to deal with and, God. and how he's twisted and um 
and uh, they they casted uh, Elizabeth Moss. You probably know her from what's the TV show Hands Man Tale, um, and some other things. She's great. Um, <clears throat> I liked her. I like her because she's not really pretty. She's she's like pretty ugly. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I've seen her dolled up on the red carpet, and she looks great. But man, she's they they can make her look ugly pretty easily. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Like it's just, it's a good character acting part of her. I'm not trying to say like I still think she's or like maybe, a babe. She's still like a babe. Like you know, or I'm maybe still, it's like like relatability. Like I'm kind not, of like I don't look as good as like I don't know. Maybe like Hillary Swank is a good example. Like all the way to the tens, dressed dolled up, looks great on the red carpet. But there's some movies where they make her look fucking ugly. You know, I think they do it on purpose to kind yeah, of for sure. relatable to all yeah. of us. And especially this movie by, you know, by the middle of the movie where she's just losing her fucking mind over this guy. Yeah. It shows, and she did a great job. Shoveled, yeah. Um, let me go through my screen scale real quick. Um, the music was good, uh, just a lot of like tones and ambient feeling, noise. yeah, which I, I dig. Not so much a score, too much, but it was good. Um, the look of it, the cinematography, which is great. Um, I'm curious who uh, who shot this. Um, yeah, it looks great. The, the excuse me, right? Uh, whiskey burps. Woo. Oh, this is a nice little while I look for this. The uh, unofficial sponsor today again of our mini sode is uh, Maker's Mark because it's giving me burps. <laughs> Some tasty whiskey burps. Whiskey burps. Whiskey burps. Uh, was that song that, that uh, take me to the old whiskey? What is it? Uh, oh my gosh. It's in a Shauna. It's not Shauna the Dead. It's in at the world end of the world or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, it's a whiskey song. If you know what it is, put it in the comments. If you comment, uh, Invisible Man was shot by this guy named Steph, Stefan Dusasino. Dusasino. I don't know. I'm terrible with names. Um, Sarcina. Yeah, T. Sarcina. <laughs> Play for the Angels. Um, <laughs> also did the Upgrade movie, like I mentioned before, and nice. a lot of. Sh- sh- he did the Mule, the Clint Eastwood movie. Oh yeah. Oh no, no, no. Different mule. Um, yeah, I did a lot of, this is one of more of his bigger movies. I feel like he's probably the director's like boy his his go-to guy. Maybe. Um, even though he didn't do the other movies though. I don't know. Um, interesting. It just shows he's good at it. (laughs) Yes. Sometimes he looked great. Uh, acting I thought was great. Um, it was mostly Elizabeth Moths. The other side characters, they're all right. Um, and then like, you don't really see the invisible man. Like what you do is a lot of CGI. So I didn't really yeah. give that guy a lot of credit. Um, I liked the writing. Like I said, it was like a new twist on the original idea. Um, advertising was good. I feel like they took a, uh, took, took a bad, you know, hit with the quarantine and made the best of it and put it online. And I think a lot of people like watched yeah. it. They got a good, um, Got a good rating on on Rotten Tomatoes. It's ninety one percent by their critics and eighty eight on the audience score. Curious, oh. is there like a like a budget and uh, how much yes. it made through that VOD? Uh, I, I mean, that. or just as as much yeah. as it made. This was like a huge success. Um, f- funny enough, the uh, the budget for this was seven million. Which, ooh, that's like nothing. Oh, it, I mean, there really isn't. <sighs> a lot going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, looking back at the movie, it seems like it's, 
you could see that it was worth $7 million because there wasn't a lot of CGI. I mean, there's literally just this invisible guy hanging around. So there's not yeah. much there. And it's, uh, a lot of background and stuff. I feel like the house that she or her and her husband live in, it's really fucking cool. Very like ex machina looking. Um, but the budget was 7 million and overall worldwide gross $122 million. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. a giant yeah. margin. So this director is definitely going to get to direct whatever the fuck he wants to next. That's awesome. And he yeah. did that all VOD. Like that's, that's it, it a had, it had a week or so in yeah. the, the uh, in the theater it it did and it, a lot of people probably saw <laughs> like it but. the opening weekend had it was 20 28 million oh so yeah right, that was right a opening, large it was already a success so good on, good on them if you got time i think it's worth a watch if you've got nothing else to watch it's it's a you know it's it's entertaining I, oh and i gave it a 78 which nice. looking at it it's it seems it seems low i would you know right off the bat maybe give it a, a b in the 80s but scrutiny scale doesn't lie yeah for sure that's why we have it um yeah invisible man go watch Good it stuff i'm gonna check it out soon i really hope it comes to like i actually want to would want to like own, buy own it at well, 20 dollars. No, you know what i mean you can rent it but it's still like 20 bucks isn't right. it okay you know what <clears throat> here's another unofficial sponsor i wanted to mention this the other day so if no one knows torrents there's always torrents in the pirate bay you can download illegal stuff and then there's also a website called ledvidia.ch l-e-v-i-d-i-a dot c-h and i use it a lot and i think i'm pretty sure i watched invisible man on here because <laughs> i'm broke and um can't watch that um but it has like every movie, every TV show. The only downside is there's a lot of pop-ups, but once you get like through all the pop-ups, there's like, like an 80% successful rate with me. Nice. Some, some movies don't really work. Like I was trying to watch the faculty earlier on there and it was just like kind of slow. Too so I watched it on torrent. Yeah. So anyway, if, if someone um, wants to watch videos, check out that website. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool looking concept. I want to check it out. But Definitely. anyway, um, moving on. I listened to the Strokes new record. And um, like you were talking about earlier, like it, the at last encounter with them was Ohana Fest. And he's kind of just like, I don't know. He's not, he wasn't all there. He kind of like walked off the stage and sang backstage and just like wasn't into it. Um, but I feel like this record really came across as like, they got together and did something they really wanted to do and like loved doing it and had fun doing it. Um, it was released April 10th. So more recently, uh, six days ago now, uh, you know, this year and, um, it has nine songs, so it's short, but it's a 45 minute, um, album and it was produced by rick rubin um oh, okay who's amazing he <laughs> wow. if you don't know who he is he founded def jam he's worked with kanye justin bieber Nas. he's mainly like a hip-hop guy he kind of broke into that but he does a lot of rock too red hot chili peppers johnny cash metallica all kinds of stuff um, when I went on their all music, it did the whole thing again, where it says written by the strokes. Yeah. I'm, do, I'm doing that right awesome. now. <laughs> so I'm on their um, Wikipedia page instead. Overall, I definitely felt that this record was like a passion project and they loved doing it. It felt like they were just friends who got together in a room and recorded and it doesn't sound live, but it sounds like they 
recorded it in a take, like single takes, just you know, together. Kind of raw. Um, yeah, it's raw. But it also has raw like band. electronic elements and they use some auto-tune sometimes, but in weird ways. Um, hmm. I like that a lot. Um, the opening track is great. It's called The Adults Are Talking. It's super catchy. Uh, opens the record with a bang. And then it kind of goes into this beachy and chill vibe with the um, selfless. It's It showcases julian the singer julian casablanca's shows his range vocally you can get really high like and really low um brooklyn bridge is probably my favorite song on there um the chorus is really catchy and it has like almost like a night at the roxbury vibe to it what was the uh what was the name of the song that we played in the beginning of the episode uh the adults are talking extremely catchy um eternal summer uh, is a summery sparkling 80s song um but i found out that actually two songs on the album incorporate vocal melodies from other songs and they're actually credited so they from say other that, stroke songs or other yeah artists? other other artists so oh. like the chorus of bad decisions uses the vocal melody from the chorus of dancing with myself by uh generation x dancing with myself you know that song yeah um and in eternal summer i've never heard or i'm sure i've heard this song but the ghost in you by psychedelic furs um they they use another like melody from that song i think that's kind of cool they wanted to like interesting they wanted to do that on purpose it's kind of like sampling yeah sort of but they you know they used his which, which, which Rick Rubin is very like known, like not known yeah. for, but that's definitely in his repertoire. Like he working with like the beastie boys and all the sure. rap groups. And also like, if no one's ever seen or heard of Rick Rubin, just look him up real quick. Cause he's like a fun guy to look at too. He's and awesome. And he's in some really great music docs and he's, he's man, he is like a musical genius. Love the dude. Yeah. Um, so again, I don't usually like auto tune, but I feel fuck, like fuck they auto tune It is the downfall of the music industry, but they did it in a way where it like, it's an, it, it's almost like an instrument. Like he messed with his voice and it sounds all like, okay. It's not to correct his pitch. It's no, I to, get it. Yeah. Oh, um, here comes his knees. Hold on. <laughs> Corona <laughs> virus. Um, <laughs> you're good. <sighs> Seasonal allergies. I don't have the Corona. Um, <laughs> produced. It's perfectly produced. It sounds great. Rick Rubin uh, is a genius, like you said. Like, sorry, bef- um, before I started in my sneezing fit. Yeah. Uh, do you know a fun fact? Do you know what the purpose of making auto tune was for? Wasn't it to do something with like instruments? Do you know what kind of instruments? Um, wind uh, horns and stuff horns when yes horns trumpets, when they're like, trumpets and trombones and stuff that's what they were like initially using it for yeah and fucking share and t-pain got a hold of it and was like <laughs> turn that shit up yeah so um it is yeah, fun if, if you've ever like if anyone's ever done sound and and, and mess with autotune it is fun to fun. mess with yeah it's yeah. It, but you shouldn't rely on it that's my only thing just so the fact that they're using it as almost like a second instrument because like um is it kind of like um you remember like peter frampton with yeah. like the host is it kind of like that effect yeah his okay. voice like okay. warbles and stuff all and, right 
Um, overall, the quality is great. Um, I can tell you and attest to how good they are live. They're, they're really good. They sound he just the didn't same. like his personality. No, yeah, I didn't. Um, he, he also doesn't use a filter, which is weird. Like I've always thought he had a filter over his voice, but he just does this. He just puts his hands over the mic and sings. And that's really? like, that's where he gets that like sound. <laughs> it's weird. Um, yeah, it's got pretty high scores on all like on Wikipedia. It's great. All the, yeah. All the websites and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. It's, it's, it's really well done. Um, I think Rick Rubin's only, I think he, this one he worked on the last one he did not. Um, but overall, like the guitars, the vocals, the bass, it's all like simple, but sounds really good. Like really well put together. Um, the drums are some of my favorite cause they sound like real drums. They don't sound like they've been messed with too much. Um, and then other instruments, there wasn't many, so it didn't get like a perfect score on that. Um, overall I gave on the scrutiny scale, I gave an 89%. It's pretty high. Um, pretty high. It's, it's really good. It's super, super catchy. Um, I, their last record didn't grab me as much. Um, I don't even remember what it was called, but since I've listened to these guys since I was in high school, um, I really like that, uh, sometime song. That's a good song. Um, they, they're good they at come, what they do. If they come on the radio, um, they're, excuse me, they've been a fan, but if they come on the radio, I'll leave it on. Yeah, for sure. And they, this new record, I will go listen to again. It's like that good. Um, check it out. It incorporates a lot of really new elements for them. He, he does a lot more with his voice than he used to. Um, I like the artwork. Yeah, it's really cool. I think it's actually a painting. I don't know by who, Mm -hmm. Um, I was looking up stuff on them, but this is a good record. It's called the new abnormal. If you can just, you know, go on Spotify and check that out. It's really, really good. Um, there's not much coming out right now, um, due to the, you know, coronavirus. I feel like, there, but I feel like there will be, you know, yeah. as, as, as bummer as this is a lot of creative people are being st stuck in their houses trying yeah. to be creative. So I think we're going to get some pretty cool creative stuff coming out, but who knows when that's going to happen for sure. <clears throat> Cause but yeah, when it comes to like film sets, I have no idea what I'm going to be getting myself into when they finally let, let the doors open. Like yeah. what, what a film set is going to look like. It's I'm curious. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. We'll see. But again, um, and shows too. Yeah. Sh I heard, I heard sports events and concerts aren't coming back till 2021, which is a bummer. Cause that means no baseball at all this year. Well, that's still up in the air. Um, they're still talking about doing like a mini spring training kind of thing, but Mike Trout recently just came out and was like, uh, I have a baby coming out in August, so I'm going to pass on that. But then I was thinking, even if we had a real baseball season, like that's prime playoff time and you're going to go dot, like you should have had sex at the right time and plan that out better. <laughs> Mike Trout, what the fuck? Like have your baby in December. Why are you having your baby in August? It's so stupid. That's hilarious. God. So, you know, if he's going to like, he is like the leader of like MLB players. So if he's saying he's not going to do it, I have a feeling 
a lot of big name, big names won't play either. Yeah. But then, but then then I'll give like a lot of opportunity for some college players and some minor league players that, I mean, some minor league players, they may, may, they may never play again because this has hit them so financially that they may never recover to play their sport again, which is really sad. And then like, you know, college seniors, it never won't be able to play the college baseball world series and, um, you know, try to get into the, it'd be, I don't know. It's, it's really, it's really interesting. It's hitting the sports world really hard. Every, even, industry, every industry. Yeah. In, even in high way. school kids wanting to get into that realm. Like, they, yeah. they're kind of screwed dude marching band like that i was a big marching band fan like i don't even you know that's like a that's up in the air too mm-hmm. it's all up in the air but in the meantime go go watch invisible man and just listen to the strokes and get your mind off the bad things yeah they're both very good apparently so yes well <laughs> unlike our last minisode with, with the faculty that was really yeah. don't watch that this is a minisode where don't waste your time don't waste your, and watch yeah don't, don't waste your precious endless hours on that trifle <laughs> yeah all right let's get out of here uh like always uh instagram and facebook search the so so scrutiny podcast itunes spotify <clears throat> um if you can rate us on itunes and then biggest thing tell a friend tell tell your grandma tell your girlfriend tell your dog your dog would like it you know i think we might appeal more to cats but you know i know for i we just want listeners so if anyone wants to you know (laughs) listen to it yeah uh cool let's get out of here i'm robert i'm Corey. this has been so so screen podcast see you see you
song. 